Welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. As loved ones of first responders and military personnel, we often face life situations and challenges that many others don't experience. And while each of us and our experiences are unique, together we can learn from one another and become stronger in this journey of life. Now let's step out of mediocrity. It's time to thrive. Hey, Waiting Warriors out there. Welcome to another week on the podcast. This week, we have Bree Carroll. She's a civil engineer at Barksdale Air Force Base. She's an entrepreneur, owner of a wedding and event planning and designing company. Her husband is active duty Air Force pilot. She's the mother of three children, young ones too. So welcome to the show. You've got all sorts of things going on. Oh yeah. Hey everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. A lot going on. A lot of fun things. Keeps me busy. Keeps me on my toes. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like it's all things you love. Yes, it it definitely is. I think, um, I definitely don't like to sleep, I guess. Um, but (laughs) my passion kind of keeps me going. Um, my littles, like you said, they are young. They're all under five. Um, mm-hmm. so that's been fun. They're all about two years apart. So that's awesome to watch them kind of grow and their stair steppers and just watch their relationship kind of flourish as siblings. Mm-hmm. And then, um, as a Air Force spouse, that has been an exciting journey. One that I, you know, had you asked me in high school or whatever, I would never have thought that I'd be in this position, but it's super fulfilling to, um, live this spouse life. Um, as mm-hmm. an engineer at Barksdale, that's, um, what I did my undergrad in. And I actually w- was a civil employee via the Palace Acquire program. Um, that's what landed mm-hmm. me in Del Rio, Texas at Laughlin Air Force Base. Lo and behold, it was an AETC base. And, um, that is where my husband did pilot training and we met <gasps> there and it was awesome. So yeah, I was already working for the government. Prior to becoming a spouse, I had already kind of had this investment of um, working with the Department of Defense, Air Force specifically. And so to now wear that other hat of like, oh, okay, now you're a spouse and all Mm -hmm. the other roles and responsibilities and somewhat expectations that come along with that was were added to my plate. And then here, um, I want to say fairly recently, um, my my entrepreneurial venture has been in place for about three years doing wedding and event planning, which I always joke. And I say it was my retirement job that I started early, (laughs) (laughs) but but it really is um, because I I break it down very simply to people um, engineering. The simplest way to understand that is we're problem solvers. That's what we like to do. Mm -hmm. We solve problems. And a lot of the logistics and moving parts are just keys to get us to that end goal. And that's the same thing with wedding and event planning. Only I have a lot more um, beautiful materials like flowers, (laughs) (laughs) but there's still a timeline. There's still logistics. There's still some issue or problem that is going to come up. So um, they all, it all kind of works and makes sense together. And I I really do enjoy um, doing all those things. Yeah. That is super funny. That's not like when I read your bio that you had sent, I was like, oh, that's an interesting combination. But when I, 
as as you explain it like that that makes a lot of sense actually yeah yeah, yeah. and different <laughs> materials it absolutely is and i mean so i'm a civil so we do mostly horizontal so for the air force that would be runways or bridges mm-hmm. um and right now i work with a lot of long range planning and things like that well that is the same thing that you're doing if you're planning a wedding you're a year out yeah. from an event you're planning you know who do you want to be there um, what do you want them to experience, uh, you know, different decor and the pretty things. But, um, with that long range planning, I realized even with just doing wedding and event planning and design that, um, one of the things I like to say is I want your marriage to be even more beautiful than your wedding day. And I really mm-hmm. meant that. And I felt like even after planning these amazing experiences with people, um, that, that I wanted to do a little more. And that's where my heart for marriage really started to flourish when I said like, Hey, there's like a piece of this that I, I haven't quite tapped into. I haven't given back, um, to the couples that I work with or just people that I engage with. So that's kind of where my passion for marriages kind of come from. And, um, it's a, it's a platform that I really advocate for now. Yeah. I love that though, because I I know you advocate for strong marriages and stuff. What, what motivated that? Was it your own marriage and some, um, some things that you guys went through or has it been, you know, helping these, these couples prepare for their weddings? So I would say, um, a little bit of both and, um, just some negative things that I've seen. So my background with marriage is I really didn't want to get married growing up. I always Mm -hmm. saw myself as more of like a strong independent. I'm just going to be super career and business focused type of individual. And lo and behold, I am just like swept off my feet by (laughs) someone who, who really just was um, an awesome partner and friend. And I mean, we from date from dating to marriage it it was six months for us because we had very um serious intentional conversations up front and i mean it was just it just flowed it just everything was just right it's it was awesome and it completely changed my perspective of marriage and one of the things that i like to share with people um, often are what you see in other people's marriages, good, bad, or indifferent. That doesn't mean that that's what it has to be for you. And I think a lot of people are mm-hmm. discouraged by certain images or ideas of what marriage has to be, whether it be gender roles, whether it be um, negative things that they've seen. It That doesn't have to be your relationship. So I kind of mm-hmm. learned that um, going into my marriage and then working with a uh, different couple. So my mom, she was a florist and, and a teacher. And so I've been working in weddings and events for a long time since I was okay. a youth. So I've been seeing a lot of different relationships and stuff. So I, I the concept of like, oh, this abstract thing of marriage was always very interesting to me. But then being a wife um, and then a mom, I really saw how our unit was very strong. Like there's strength in numbers. Everybody, no, there's no one who will say, yes, me alone as an island, I am strong. You know, when people right. work together towards a common goal, amazing things can happen. And I just think there are like many dream teams in marriages and um, fostering those relationships and strengthening that you can do some 
awesome things, right? The negative side that I saw, unfortunately, in our military community, we had a lot of friends within, I would say, within a year or two, they, they were just separating. They were filing for divorce. And that just, it just shook me. And because I am that friend, it's like, oh, wait, you, you guys are having prop. Wait, okay. I have to search this. Let's, let's go find, I'll pay for some counseling. Like, what do we need to do to fix this? And I mean, yeah, no, that's you're not my answer. Yeah, I am. Exactly. I'm the problem solver. Like that's, that's what, yeah. I, this is what I do. It's in my nature. And I'm just like, I like to connect people with um, resources or just ways to enhance their life and make it better. And what I found is, I mean, by that time, by the time they're reaching out to other people, to some extent, it could be too late. And then to top that off, I, I started seeing that trend of like, wow, there are a lot of people who whose re- relationships are failing, for lack of a better word. Yeah. On top of that, the amount of suicides that happened um, just in our community, it just, it was too much. <laughs> I was just like... Yeah. Yeah. One is too much. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so it just got to a point where I was like, and I mean, I did community service in other areas and, um, because that's also something that I just love to do. I just was like, I do not feel like I am making a difference or making a dent in the thing that is like tugging at my heart. And Mm -hmm. with seeing just how the good, you know, the good side of what marriage could be with my own relationship wanting to have something to send my couples off to, to kind of follow um, once they, after they said I do and all that great stuff, something to equip them with after the fact and something that could be a resource for people who were struggling, but maybe were afraid to say something. That's when I really started building the platform that I advocate for. And it's building strong marriages and strong military marriages specifically um, which kind of segued me into the podcast that I have, Hearts and Stripes. And I really um, am hoping to build something where you may not want to talk to anybody about what you have going on, but you could listen to uh, those 20 minutes or so and you can relate to the people that are on there. You could maybe get um, a resource or a link that you can follow to kind of help and identify like, oh, maybe that's the issue that I'm struggling with. Um, whether it be, you know what, for example, everything ties into your marriage. So we talked about health and wellness. We'll talk about um, spouses feeling fulfilled in their employment situation and how that directly impacts the marriage. So there are a lot of different topics that out of just out of context of marriage, you think that may be a singular issue, but it really does play a part. And I'm hoping to continue to build that that um, platform and partner with people who are doing amazing things, because in no way, shape or form am I here, you know, toting this flag by myself. There are amazing programs out there that people can get plugged into just like this one. So thank you for listening to the (laughs) podcast like that. They can get plugged into so that they can do something to change the course that maybe their marriage is on. And not just that, but to be proactive because let's face it, everybody's marriage is not like horrible. That is not the picture that we're trying to paint. There are people's marriages who are doing amazing and we want to highlight and celebrate them 
because maybe they have some great tips like date nights and how they communicate that can help us too, right? So it's not just, woe is me, all marriage is horrible. Like, no, it is a powerful tool for people to get together. And we want to celebrate that. We want to celebrate military marriage. And I want to advocate for those resources to help people. Yeah, that's awesome. When it's like, I just, I love your whole platform and everything because it's, it's very, very similar to what I'm trying to do here on the Waiting Warriors. You're just on, on marriage, but it's like this, like marriage doesn't have to be hard. Just like military life, like being Mm -hmm. a military spouse, being a first responder spouse does not have to be miserable. And one thing I've said multiple times on social media and a few times here is like, just because it's hard doesn't mean it has to be miserable. And I think that's, that's a good mind shift, a mindset shift to have that. It sounds like you have is like, yes, it takes work and it takes being intentional and all these different things and using these resources, but it can be amazing, even though it's hard work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I would even argue to say that um, those marriages that are put under a greater amount of pressure should be like the premier staple relationships that people should look to. Because I mean, the things that our first responders and our military community are faced with those couples are like dynamic duos. Like they've, they've got Mm -hmm. it figured out. And it is amazing to see. And, and that I want to see more of that. I don't, I would like to hear less stories of now we're separating and trying to figure out, you know, what the next move is versus, wow, look at, that's another couple that they just got it. They were faced with adverse adversity. They figured it out. They moved a million times. They, they, st- <laughs> but look how strong their family is. Like, yeah. look how they're thriving right now. Like, that's that's the picture that I would like to see elevated for our marriages and our relationships. And I love that you're you're putting them out there because I think especially in the military community, we hear about the people who are splitting up. We mm-hmm. see the people who are alone at retirement. We you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we mm-hmm. we see the negative so much more than we necessarily see the positive. Um And so I love that you are, you're shining light on that. I want to take a quick break from the interview to share something that has really helped me lately called Productivity Bootcamp by Jordan Page. If you are feeling constantly behind on life, anxious, stressed, disorganized, or like you're just burning out, I have something I really think will help you. I was there. I'm always there, swallowed up by so many new changes, kids, all of these things that are so good, but I couldn't seem to figure out how to make things work. I never was able to get things to really click for our family. But then I found an online course called Productivity Bootcamp, and it has helped me figure out so many things. What I love most and why I'm sharing it with you guys is because this course is super moldable to your life. This is unlike any other course I've seen out there. So I do have an affiliate link on in the show notes and on my Instagram bio if you'd like to go and support the podcast. But just know I am very particular in the companies I let support and sponsor the podcast because I truly only want to share things that will help you thrive. And I know this is one of those things. So go check out those links 
and let's get back to the interview. Absolutely. Um, one question I have for you, just to kind of rewind a bit about what you, something you had said earlier, you mentioned um, how powerful marriage can be when you have two people who are working towards a goal, mm-hmm. a common goal. I, I love that idea. And that even just that like mental picture, I see you and your husband just like buffed out and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how, what has that looked like? What has working towards a common goal looked like for you guys? Have you guys had conversations where you're just upfront and honest about where you want your marriage to be? Because I, I know not a lot of people, I guess a lot of people have that longing for a strong relationship, but I'm curious how you've, how you've created those goals and how you've kind of stayed in touch with those. Yeah. So I think our process is fairly simple and, and it's easy for anyone to apply. So I think the first Mm -hmm. thing we do is we kind of know our audience. So I know my husband, he knows me, (laughs) he knows that um, I am very much so going to go after something that I'm passionate for. He knows that I would rather go out versus sit in every weekend. He knows that um, I am a tell me what the cause is in the heart behind something. And, and he'll sell me on those things. Him, he's more the analytical one. He wants to know how much it costs. You know, what's the timeline? He's, he's straight to the point. He's he's okay with sitting back. He's the calm, cool, collected one. So because we know each other, we kind of know how to approach each other when things come up and tackling a problem or a mm-hmm. challenge. So in doing that, and, and I love five love languages, of course, I not, not only know his love language to kind of make sure that his tank is full when we're before we face something, but also I understand him to know, hmm, this is a financial situation, for example, that we're about to be put up against. I have a pretty good idea of what his perspective is, but let me give him a chance to explain it or or take the lead on this one because I know he's strong in this area. So I think knowing your audience, knowing your partner, that is huge. And then two, communication. I love the C word. Mm-hmm. It's all about the C <laughs> word, communication. Because I think even though it sounds like Okay, I've heard that before. I don't think people communicate intentionally. And that's going to be like my word for the rest of this. Intentional communication. It's not just, oh, hey, how's your day? Yeah, it's fine. Like, no. If you know that something is coming up, they're studying for something, they're trying to make rank, or there's a big case, or they just responded to an emergency, like you saw that they responded to this thing, or, or something happened. Intentional communication is a way to show that you care. It's, it's a way to show that you are supportive. It is a way mm-hmm. to lift and build them up. And it goes both ways. So mm-hmm. I, I think oftentimes if you are the spouse that is, um, intentionally trying to work towards being that power couple, that dynamic duo, If you are intentional about, hey, I am the one who is going to take the first step and be okay with taking the first step, right? I am going to one, know my audience and have intentional conversation so that they can be encouraged and say, hey, you know what? They were really tuned into the fact that I had a bad day. And as opposed to 
hitting me with a thousand questions, which they know I don't like. They just kind of sat and listened. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll try that. Somebody's yeah. got to take the lead. And oftentimes, you know, it, it may not be the same person every time, but if it is, that's okay too. Because the partnership, you build your other person up. Um, re- regardless of how that looks like, it can switch because there are times when you're going to need to be built up, but at least you have a framework that you can work within knowing one another and intentionally communicating with one another that can kind of guide you along the way. And then, I mean, no obstacle is too big once you kind of figure those two things out. I mean, even with my husband, he's active duty. I'm still very, a very ambitious person. But we have to have those strategic conversations in our household. That's like, okay, honey, what, what does the plan look like, um, for retirement? Like, is, is this, are we going for the long haul? Like, how do you feel about me taking this promotion? How do you feel about me taking this business venture? You know, we talk those things out because we're intentional about our plans, knowing the big picture is team us. So that, that's, that's what we do. That is our secret sauce, if, if you will. <laughs> So how have you navigated that, though, with all the craziness, the separation and the stress that comes with being in the military? Because it's not just like you get to sit down every night and talk. Do you know what I mean? Like there can be longer periods of time where you can't do that. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, what we try to do is use our time wisely. So oftentimes you'll have, and and I mean, the military lifestyle and first responder lifestyle, there are seasons to these things. Um, there are seasons where deployment is like, oh my gosh, we, I feel like I've been in the deployment season forever. And then there's times where it's like, why are you still here? I, you know, (laughs) you've been hanging out a little long, seriously. So I feel like in the times when they're like hanging out, do that check in. Like there is nothing wrong with just saying like, hey, like we still working towards retirement here. Like, is that still the game plan or how do you feel? like just do check ins really? Yeah. And, you know, when you when you're in those seasons, when there's longer time frames, you know, you have the opportunity to expound on like, hey, what are our financial goals this year? Mm-hmm. What are our um career goals like? Are we still trying to figure out when a vacation, like, are we going to, are we going to spontaneously do this vacation? Because, you know, military people can't really plan stuff, (laughs) but but like, are we going to save, are we going to save to spontaneously take this break when we're able to, um, is that still the goal? So I feel like check-ins like that, even it can be quick or it can be in, in that season when, you know, you guys are kind of just, you know, stateside, maybe hanging out a little more and then you can have more intentional conversations that go into depth on things, but quick check-ins are always a win in my eyes. Like you can never communicate too much. So I would say take advantage of all the opportunities just because, um, I, I can tell you right now, going back to knowing my partner, I know what he'll, his answer is going to be to, if I can get this super expensive pair of shoes, like, cause I know him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that I know what that no is going to sound like. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those things where if you know the person, you know, you don't need to talk every day. And I mean, that yeah. it's just a part of our lifestyle. Like there, there may be times when we're just unable to communicate some things, but that's what I love about being a spouse is like, we are resilient. We are flexible. 
And mm-hmm. I feel like once you have that vector and you know what that person's uh, intentions are and you know what your collective goals are, you can go a long time kind of riding the wave. And then when you do yeah. have those times, you can definitely get back and say, hey, you know, this this is the direction I was going. You know, did, did you agree with these decisions that I made and the thing? And sure. Yeah. Keep it going. Or you'll do a little course correction. But we as spouses keep things going, knowing that the end goal is, you know, what what's good for the team. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have like. I, I mean, the only word is like a power. Like, do you guys try and talk about as much stuff as you can before a deployment or before a separation? Or are you kind of just like you do it as you can and it just flows into deployments? So um usually we do it as it goes. So for example, it's tax time and stuff. So we're talking a lot about finances and what our mm-hmm. what our goals are um during this time frame. Um if a deployment was to pop up right now, I would kind of have a, a gauge on, okay, this is how some things are going to go. But you know, there are always those things that are like, hey, in the short term we talked about this we'll kind of run through those items. So I think it's a combination really. And then just the way our deployments work may be a little different than other service organizations, you know, other branches. Yeah. Um, a lot of his deployments, he is able to, you know, stay in contact. I mean, it really just yeah. depends on the situation. Right. Um, right. So it, it doesn't feel as isolating or, or, um, it doesn't feel as much of a disconnect in those situations, but absolutely when a deployment pops up, we have like our quick little checklist of things like, mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> do we need to get this, um, this power of attorney and, um, let's just re- refresh this, you know, our will and let's, let's just, Hey, let's take another gander at this, you know, just those quick little things. And then it's like, okay, childcare, cool. We got this. You got, you got these people's number on speed out. If you need support, you know, make sure you reach out and, um, how are you on this? I know I'm going to miss your birthday. Uh, did you want to get yourself something special? You know, seriously, mm-hmm. like hash yeah. it out, like yeah. talk it all out. And there's nothing wrong with that because, um, at the end of the day, things are so unexpected at times. And cause we get no notice deployments too. Right. Um, I mean, especially with how the climate is right now (laughs) in the world. So it's one of those things where definitely having that constant flow of conversation when you can is great, but just knowing the direction that team us (laughs) is going, Mm -hmm. um, it really just helps navigate. And it's like, Hey, I'm going to just hold it down, hold down the fort while you are gone. And, um, we'll course correct as needed when you get back, but I got this. I love that. That's so awesome. So last question, what's your key to thriving that you want to share with your fellow waiting warriors? So, yes, my key to thriving is to live intentionally. That's my word. I said it was my Mm -hmm. word for this for this day, but it really is. And I feel like living intentionally, what that means is don't let things just pass you by celebrate those moments, celebrate those triumphs. Like maybe you got your spouse to communicate more with you. Celebrate that. Maybe you guys Mm -hmm. paid something off. Celebrate that. 
maybe you saw an opportunity and you took advantage of it. You lived intentionally because I feel like as spouses in this community, we often hear that narrative that things happen to us. Like, no, yeah. no we're not yeah. doing that anymore. We are going to thrive and we're going to live intentionally. So be intentional about that coffee that you've been wanting to get from Starbucks. Like take that time for self-care and be intentional about putting yourself first sometimes because you need mm -hmm. that. You absolutely need that. Be intentional about growing your marriage and having that extra time together, getting that sitter. I feel like when you can say like, I put thought behind these moves that I made, you feel a sense of pride and a sense of ownership with the way you live your life. And there's nothing that can take that away from you. So that is, that's my key. That's my key to thriving. 100% love it. That's awesome. I like it just because when, yeah, when you're intentional, you take so much power back and yeah. not that like, like really control is a big fake thing anyways, but like you take, yeah. I, I, I like the idea of not control, but just power and that yeah. you are taking back. Yeah. It's, it is in you and you have so much more power than I think it's super easy to just feel powerless and controlless, but I like that a lot. Well, thank you so much, Brie. If somebody wants to connect with you, if somebody wants to find that podcast, the resources that you're putting together, where should they go? Yeah, sure. So if you would like to shoot me an email, we are at heartsstripes at bcarolevents.com. You can also find us on Instagram at heartstripes. And the podcast is on iTunes. I Excuse me, Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. Um, it's on Google Podcasts. Just anchor everywhere. So find <laughs> us, link up with us, listen, let us know if there's any topics that um, you'd like to hear. And we would love to have you on the podcast as well. Oh, thanks. We'll talk about that sometime. Um, Waiting Warriors, I, what I would really love to do the last few times we've given like a little challenge with it. I want to hear what has inspired you from Brie. I know I have a few ideas, um, but what is something that you can be more intentional with or what are some ways that you can get to know your spouse better? So then that way, um, I, I feel like that was like a, a really awesome point of being able to know your spouse. So then while you can't communicate, you kind of can still stay on point and stay on your goals. Um, so if you guys can think of those things, then share with us on Instagram. She just gave her handle. You guys know I'm the waiting warrior and we'd love to see those and be able to support you guys. Cause I think that's really the strength, a big strength that can come from the podcast is as we work together and give that community that we all know we need to really keep thriving. So you guys go do that. You guys have a great week. Keep on keeping on. You guys got this. Have a great week. Bye. Hey, fellow waiting warriors. Since I know you are loving this podcast and being able to connect and learn from others, I need you to go and write a review for the podcast. 
even just a rating with the stars really helps people find this podcast. And the more people listening means the more people thriving, which is truly my ultimate goal for all of you. It's super simple, will just take a minute, but it will make a world of difference.